Hello, my beautiful souls. I'm here today yet for another eye-opening episode of the podcast. I'm your friend and your host, Monica Cotolan. If you are new here, then welcome to Totally Myself. Get ready to embark onto this self-knowledge journey with me. And as always, I would really love to take a few seconds from the episode just to tell you how grateful I am because you're supporting the show. Like I have to say, I had received so many reviews last week after I called you out on the last episode and I asked you to rate my show and I'm very grateful for that. And not just for that, but for the fact that you're here every week, this makes me feel so happy because it gives me so much motivation and it makes me feel determined to find an amazing subject every week so that I can offer you the best that I can offer and to guide you. <laughs> so thank you very much for, for the support. If you haven't yet uh, subscribed to my podcast or reviewed it, if you really love me, <laughs> please do it because I'm only going to be able to fulfill my dream with your support. So I deeply appreciate it. So today's amazing topic, it's about love languages and the importance of them. I think it's really helpful to know what your love language is so that you have an understanding of what you need and how you best receive love. It can help you better understand when you're feeling unfulfilled, frustrated, or let down or disappointed by your partner or your family or even friends. And understanding your love language and your partner, let's say, can also help solve those relationship problems by allowing you to determine what you both need to feel fulfilled or find better resolutions. At the end of this episode, I'm gonna make sure that you will know all the love languages and what they mean. I want you to make it a priority that by the end of this week, you know everyone's that you care or love own language. Because as a partner or friend or family member, you may think you're a very loving, caring individual. But if you don't love in the way someone wants to be loved, they still may feel extremely unloved. And I've experienced this myself. And I want you to communicate your love language, whether it's your partner, friend, or family. Because we think we are predictable, you know, but we're not in that way. And besides, we are constantly changing as we grow, as we go through so many things in life. So therefore, love languages might also change, you know? Nobody can guess what you truly need if you do not communicate it. And often, we tend to not say what we truly need because of the fear of not being either too vulnerable or perceived as weak. This isn't just about knowing what present to get for someone's birthday or how to not have fights with your partner and friends. But it's more about like how to understand someone on a deeper level so you can build a stronger connection with them. So please consider that while communicating your needs, it's always going to be just and just in your favor. So like I said, at the end of this episode, I really want you to know which ones are your love languages. So we're even going to do like a love language test. After, I'm going to tell you all the details about love languages. They say that there are five love languages, but I think there is an extra one. I would suggest it is because it's not really talked about and it's one of my love languages and I'm going to present that bonus one to you as well. So the five languages plus one are preferred ways in which we would like to be shown love. And these are preferred ways and preferred methods for receiving emotional nourishment in a relationship. What is important to understand is that we are not limited to identify with just one love language. 
Everybody tends to fall a little bit higher on some of them and a little bit lower on some of them. Another thing is that some of the love languages you might have and experience as an adult may be from your childhood as well. Either something you had either something that you didn't have, so now you are in need of as an adult. And now I'm going to describe each one of them to you. The first one, which is acts of service, it's this. This is a love language where actions speak louder than words. So basically, acts of service has to do with how well somebody takes care of their partner, physical and environmental needs. A person who identifies with this love language appreciates being shown through their partner's actions how much they are cared for. Some of these actions usually include taking something off their plate or going out of your way to do something for them. Examples consist to, I don't know, for example, household chores, you know, or taking the kids to school during a busy morning or picking up the dry cleaning or laundry, (laughs) anything that's actionable with the message behind that it's, I care about you, I love you, and I want to make your life easier. And for this one, I have to mention that my best friend is amazing in this. To be honest, I, th- I don't think someone ever considered my love languages as much as she does. Like, she's such a good friend. I have to say this. Like, she's so careful with every friend that she has, not just with me, but she puts so much importance in this. And I realized not now, a long time ago, and I always have this kind of even more love for her because I can see the effort that she puts, even though her love languages are not the same like the one that I have. And I think this is really cool to be honest i love her second love language it's receiving gifts for those whose love language is receiving gifts they feel most special when receiving a heartfelt physical representation of how much a person loves you it may sometimes be confused as materialistic and this is what i don't want you to get wrong but it is truly just the thought that counts here after all like it's more about the meaning of the gift you know and the significance of it and not about the price tag like this has nothing to do with it it's about the gift being a symbol of how well i know you for example how much i like you and how much i listen to you gifts can be really really small things like flowers or candy or bigger things like fancy jewelry or stuff like that you know but the the end of the day giving gifts it's about really demonstrating your love for somebody by giving them something you know that they would really appreciate and this was my stepfather love language and as a child I felt very unloved by him because I thought that he doesn't love me but this was his love language you know he used to give me like really nice gifts but for me it didn't mean so much because my love language as a child was quality time so yes for this reason it took me several years to be able to have a good relationship with my stepfather but now we do now we have a really really great relationship I have to say because we made these things clear to one another Like I remember that I had a conversation with him once. Also, one of my love languages, it's physical touch. So I told him like, you know, I don't need you to give me this. Like, I would rather prefer you to give me a hug. And I have to say like... My dad kind of feels uncomfortable giving hugs and he was like, oh, okay. I have to say it was a very awkward hug, (laughs) but I really appreciated the effort, you know? I loved the effort. So since we had this conversation, we have a much better connection and I love it. And I think that's why it is so, so important to know your loved one's love language. The third love language, it's 
quality time. Oh my God, I have so much to say about this because this is one of my love languages. It's my first love language, actually. With this love language, what you long for most, it's your partner undivided attention. And when I say quality time, I refer to an interrupted focus or time together with like no distractions, you know? It's about prioritizing that time together and truly giving like your partner your attention, connecting on a deeper emotional level, actively listening and being present. People that have this love language love people that are being present, you know? It's often helpful to plan this instances of quality time. I suggest that you could set up a calendar invitation for your partner, let's say, or just building that time into your weekly schedule. It can be literally anything from going out to dinner, making a picnic, paint together, whatever, like even a game night, you know, or even watching a movie. But it's literally just about you being present there. And I remember my ex used to say that we spent a whole weekend together and why I was always acting so unsatisfied because he drives like for six hours to come and see me and he does that every weekend. But the truth is that he would come... (laughs) And he would go on his laptop and phone, like trading every couple of minutes or get distracted with his phone or just, he just didn't know how to add quality to our time together, you know? Or for example, go spend the whole day with his family and me. And when I say, hey, I felt like we had no time together. He's like, what do you mean? We spend the whole day together. I was like, yeah, but that's not quality time for me. Quality time is not about the time together, but about the presence. So therefore, I was often unsatisfied, yes. And this is one reason for which it didn't work out. Because he was constantly making me feel like I was ungrateful. But in reality, he didn't meet the efforts to understand what my love languages are. Even if I told him. So, yeah. The fourth love language is words of affirmation. Oh my God, I love this one as well. One way to define words of affirmation would be words of appreciation or praise. It's like any sort of verbal or even written communication that shows your partner how much they are loved and why. Think about how to give somebody words of affirmation that are about their being, you know, about the way they are, like their character that have to do with the personal qualities that this person brings to you, like how generous they are, like how kind they are, how smart they are, how flexible they are, how gentle, kind or compassionate, or even like leaving notes for them in their work bag. This is actually a really nice idea. Just because it doesn't have to be a reason, just because this is their love language and just like taking the time verbally to acknowledge the things about your partner that you are grateful for and the things that you love about them. The fifth love language is physical touch. And it's also one of my love languages. Because if you feel comfortable, loved, and secure when you're physically connected to your partner, then physical touch might be your primary love language. And it is about using your body to express connection and love. Actions include things beyond like sexual intimacy. We're not just talking about sex here. It's just like making an active effort to like hold hands, hug, kiss, snuggle on the couch, give a massage. Oh my God. (laughs) 
messages. I love receiving messages. I swear, I'm such a physical touch person. Or like anything else you and your partner enjoy in terms of physical touch. But I have to warn you that physical touch can sometimes be kind of risky, though, in the sense that for in the sense that for it to be well received, it has to be appropriate, you know? It has to be timely and it has to be of the intensity and of the kind that your partner likes and appreciates as well. Like not just you being too touchy or stuff like that. Like like I said, you have to communicate those things. This is so important. And the bonus love language that I have, and this is literally my number one love language that I am giving as a suggestion, because in my opinion, this is a love language as well, because I feel this, this is one of my love languages. And it refers to sharing your perspective and knowledge constantly with your partner in order to express your perception and to expand it, not just yours, but your partner's as well. And also like create this shared experience onto your perspective, you know? And I think it's extremely important for me because I want to grow intellectually with my partner and be able to understand their thinking and their perspective of life and explore it as well, you know, in order to expand mine or even to just like see a different view because I'm such a curious person. And then together build like a shared reality, which I think it's such a beautiful thing in which we can like always show each other how we view things. And I think this is so underrated in such a beautiful love language as well. And I would like you to let me know if you also have this as a love language. I want to know if I'm not the only one. Because to be honest, like I never shared this with anyone until I published now here on the podcast. So please, you can leave me a DM and let me know if you have this as well. Because I'm really curious how many people are out there that have these love languages, but they never heard about it. And now let's get to the love language test, which is very, very easy. You can either do on a piece of paper would be more ideal because then you have a list of it or you can write in your notes on your phone or you can even have it in your mind. It's not hard at all to remember. So I literally want you to put the love languages on a piece of paper, all of them, and I'm going to repeat them for you just for you to have them. So acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, words of affirmation, physical touch, and sharing awareness. And I want you to simply just put them in the order that they're the most important for you. This is just so easy. So easy. And I'm going to give you an example with how I did. So my first love language, it's sharing awareness. My second love language, it's quality time. My third love language, it's physical touch. My fourth love language, it's words of affirmation. My fifth love language, it's acts of service. And the last one, it's the sixth one, it's receiving gifts. So it is so easy for you to do this test. I'm also going to post on my Instagram page. I'm going to do a TikTok as well about it. It is so, so easy. It literally takes you two minutes of your life. And I swear to you, it's going to make your life so much easier. It's going to make it so much easier to communicate your love language to your partner and to find out theirs. This is the thing here. I want you first to find out which ones are your love languages in exactly the order that is important for you and also to share this with your loved ones and find out what are their love languages. I am also going to leave a link in description with a love language test. So if you don't have time to do it now because I don't know, you're listening in your car or whatever reason you have, I'm going to link in the description of this episode, 
a link with a love language test for you. Just as simple as that. And if you don't know the things that you need to ask yourself in order to do this test, it's really, really easy to figure out your love language. You want to ask yourself about the things that are important to you and the things that make you feel most appreciated, valued, and loved and happy. Maybe hearing your partner tell you I love you makes you feel better than when your partner surprises you with gifts or the other way around. Learn about each of the love languages and see what sounds like what you appreciate most and what you don't particularly care for. It can also be helpful to understand why does this matter to me so much in the first place. For many people, whatever they value the most, whatever makes them feel most loved, is something that probably was lacking long time ago growing up in childhood, like I just mentioned in the beginning of the episode. Maybe you didn't receive many hugs as a child, you know, so physical touch became a primary love language for you today. As for me, another example was the fact that I didn't have time with my mom. So one of my dearest love languages, it's quality time, while her love language was and is words of affirmation, you know, like the primary love language. And for this reason, for a very long time, I had perceived that I was loved by my parents, like I said, and by my mom. And becoming an adult and understanding that much better now about the love languages made me be able to work out the relationship with my parents and not getting distant and having remorse towards them for the trauma that I had accumulated as a child, you know? Because they offered me love through their own love language. Same as in my past relationships. The same way maybe for you and your parents or friends. The same way also can be true for you and your partner. So I simply suggest that having open, honest conversations with your partner by simply asking, what's the best way I can show you my love and appreciation can change so much the dynamic of your relationship. And usually your partner will be able to give you some concrete examples that will likely fall under one or two of the love languages. And then you can both create this beautiful dynamic that you both want and just see how can that work out for you. Sometimes your relationship can go sideways if your partner absolutely cannot proceed to love you in the way that you need to be loved or vice versa. And so many relationships nowadays don't work and so many relationships nowadays, oh my God, repeat, and so many relationships nowadays don't work out in the end because of that. But not necessarily because the same love language isn't shared. Mostly because these things are not being communicated between the two partners. And I strongly believe a relationship can function perfectly even if the two partners don't share the same love language. Because this is very often me, like people usually don't share the same love language. But this has to be known by both of the partners and worked upon. You and your partner need to show a lot of empathy for each other's needs. Because sometimes love itself isn't enough. And I think many of us know that already. There has to be a much higher level of understanding and mutual effort into getting to know each other's needs. And I think that's why most relationships simply don't work out nowadays. And I swear, like, I often hear this and it gives me the ick. <laughs> the biggest icky is like, you cannot be feeling in love forever with your partner. And I think that's honestly one of the saddest lies 
people are sharing and it's bullshit. Why? Because it's not actually true at all. You cannot be feeling like you're in love with your partner if you don't put a continuous effort and unconditional love. But that doesn't mean it's not possible to be feeling like you're in love with your partner every day. If you are willing to be open and always communicate your needs and love and simply love each other through the love language that you both require, you know, And not just love your partner in the way that you need to be loved, because that is your need. That's not their need. Let's not misunderstand the terms, because I think that's the problem nowadays. We offer love to the way that we want to be loved, but that doesn't mean that our partner needs the same kind of love that we need. So if you and your partner understand each other's own love language, you both are going to feel more taken care of and more satisfied because you are going to see the way your partner shows love, you know, and appreciates that. And then your partner is going to see the way you need to be shown that love and they will offer you to you. They will offer to you just that, that you told them that you need and that you want. And you both are going to appreciate that even more. It could create even like a much more beautiful and deeper connection than before because you can literally see that you communicated those things to your partner and they give it to you. And then I don't know, it's even so much more respect, you know, because you see the effort and effort is love, but it's a bit deeper than just understanding each other's love language. Like I said, in the love languages, all of them, knowing your partner and knowing what it means for them turns out to be so, so important. The acts that fall under each other's love language become so amplified when those acts demonstrate how well you know your partner. So basically, giving a gift, it's not as important as giving someone a gift you know they would enjoy. And giving your partner words of affirmation about their appearance, you know, may not be as appreciated as telling them how much you appreciate them. You know what I mean? Like, it's simple things, but it's also important the way you put into action. But I'm pretty sure you get this because you don't need to have a lover, even if you just have a friend or a family member that you love dearly and you either already know their love language or you're going to find out you already know this person a little bit. So it's not going to be just you failing at being able to offer them their love language. It's simply just about you knowing what is their love language. And I think this is such an amazing topic because people don't really talk about love languages nowadays. And I think it's sad because I feel like it became one of the biggest barriers in having successful relationships in our time. Because people simply end up having so many misunderstandings and then they feel unloved. Then they think that this person, it's maybe not the right person. But maybe there is. Maybe they are. Maybe you just don't see the situation as it is. Maybe you just need to work out a little bit more on you getting to know one another. And starting with asking your friend or your family or your loved one what are their love languages it's a really good way to start it's going to save you from so much confusion and arguments and also wasted time you know because if a person simply cannot love you in the way that you need to be loved because maybe they're just not i wouldn't even say not qualified but maybe they just cannot simply love you in the way that you need to be loved then yes maybe then they're not the person for you or maybe they just cannot do it perfectly from the beginning but you can show people how to love you this is what i'm saying like stop thinking that people can guess how you need to be treated in love you teach people how to treat you and how to love by the way you allow them to love 
love and treat you. Stop thinking that people can guess your mind. Nobody can do that. Nobody can know what you want and need. Most times we don't even know who we are. And sometimes, (laughs) most often, we don't even know what we want ourselves. So simply asking about love languages and making sure you commit to this, it's an amazing, amazing way to make sure that your connection is going to last. Remember that simple love, it's not enough. People that say that you only need to <laughs> love the person in order to in order for you to have a perfect relationship or marriage are wrong, are terribly wrong. It's about putting much more effort in that. And it's not a big effort. Not when it's about you and the people that you love. Not when it's about you and the people that you love. I repeat, if you want your life to be full with the things that you love, then you need to communicate the things that you love. Just as simple as that. I hope that you truly, truly enjoyed today's episode because I love this topic and I thought about it for the whole week and I was really, really excited to share it with you because just like I said, it is so, so, so important. It helped me work out some relationships in my life that I thought I would never be able to recover, you know, like the relationship that I have with my mom and my stepfather and my biological father. I thought I could never have a beautiful relationship with my parents, but I do. (laughs) And I feel so blessed because I simply communicated my needs. Because yes, maybe they didn't know about love languages, you know, but I do. So I communicated these things with them and things worked out. Not in my relationships though. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not ready to have one yet, you know. But the right person but the right person will come. I'm sure about it. And when he's gonna come <laughs> in my life, I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna find out what are his love languages and make sure I'm gonna communicate mine. And this is going to be the dream love that I always dreamed about. I'm so sure about that. So in order to be happy, you just got to be aware and work on it. I hope you understood today's topic and I really, really, really dare you to do this test. It is so, so easy. You don't do this for me. You do it for yourself and for the people that you love. (laughs) So like I said, I'm going to leave a link with the test in the description of this episode and we're going to hear each other next week on the next topic. I have to say that I'm going to travel to Romania for a trip. So it's going to be so, so exciting. I cannot wait absolutely to share every little detail with you because I'm sure it's going to be fun. I'm going to meet my best friend and we're going to go for a festival at the seaside in my country. It's going to be amazing. I am so damn excited. I cannot wait. So yes, until next week, guys, I love you so much. Thank you again for being here. And remember, you can always DM me on Instagram and let me know what you think. I hope you're going to have an absolutely amazing week and that you're going to be able to work out those love relationships that you have with everyone around you. I love you. Bye.